to Love Stories, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by Abjudo for your software needs, Bulletpad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. I'm Kira Van Ittersum. Now, for those of you who've been looking forward to another episode of the Starfire Retreat, I don't want you to think that I've abandoned that series. However, I am taking an opportunity with today's story to make a special tribute to moms, since Mother's Day is just around the corner. Before I begin today's story, I want to thank one of my sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And now we'll get back to my story. Today's love story is A Gift for Mom, and I wrote it in 2008. Once upon a time, just the other day actually, three very grown-up children were texting their sentiments. What do you think Mom will want for Mother's Day? I'm thinking of sending her a bouquet of daffodils, wrote the oldest daughter. I know she loves them. She always sends them to her church at this time of year. An immediate response appeared on her monitor from the second-born sibling, who now had a family of his own. Yes, knowing Mom, she would enjoy those a lot. I want her to feel pampered, so I'll send her a huge box of chocolates from Belgium. She'll love those delicacies, and I know she would never buy a luxurious item like that for herself. A few seconds passed as they waited for an entry from their youngest sister. Finally, it came. Both of you have wonderful ideas, and I know that Mom will enjoy your special gifts. I have thought and thought, but nothing I come up with seems to be just right. I do so want Mom to enjoy my gift. I'm certain I'll think of something. It will come at just the right moment, said the youngest daughter. Well, don't wait too long, said the eldest sister. Yes, you know, time has a way of slipping by faster than you think, admonished the brother. Mother's Day is just a few days away now. You're right, I know. I'll do my best. I am trusting that I will receive inspiration. Please pray for me, said the youngest. Whatever. Okay, I'll pray for you, said the eldest sister. There isn't time. Just send her something, snapped the brother. Mother will love whatever you do. Mainly, she just wants to be remembered. Okay. Hey, thank you, guys. I've got to run now. Signing off. Smiley face. She loved her older siblings, and she knew they loved her, too. So she simply exited the conversation with as much detachment as she could, not wishing to be preached at or judged. This was often just the natural result of being the youngest child, and she knew they meant well. It was as the older ones in the family had the right to try to mold you. She knew that was a hard job for her brother and sister, since she was not always the most pliable candidate for that sort of reform, mostly because, despite what anyone else might think, she rather liked herself just as she was. More than that, she was sure that her wonderful mom liked and appreciated her as well, and no gift or lack of a gift would ever change that. Still, just like her siblings, 
She did want her mom to feel special on Mother's Day. She wanted her to know how very dear she was, and she needed to find just the right way to demonstrate beyond normal methods the deep level of appreciation and joy she often felt when considering her mom. Telling them to pray for her was her way of saying, Okay, I'm open to direction, but let's make it direction of the highest source and not just some whim you have for how better I might do something. First, take up your concerns with our source on high and make your prayer and intentions for my highest good, and then I am willing to listen just as intently. It was her way of keeping their power in check and forcing them to see her as more than just their kid sister. After all, their mom had always taught each of them that no one was really higher or lower than anyone else. When it comes to inner direction, age is not a factor. It is always there, and it's up to each of us to tap into it. And that's just what she intended to do. And with that thought, the youngest sister got up from the computer and walked across her small studio apartment to the wall she had reserved for peaceful communion with her creator. She knelt down quietly and looked at her calming things, which had been lovingly placed all about her. She listened to the gentle sound of the small water fountain on her right, which she had bought on sale at the drugstore. She admired her rock and shell collections, especially the round white stone in the center with the letters P-E-A-C-E written across its face which she had received at her spiritual center while attending a peace ceremony. Immediately, she was transported to that evening where so many of her spiritual sisters and brothers had spoken for world peace, the peace that begins in the heart of every individual. She smiled and turned to the three small candles on the table before her. She lit them and then reached to flick off the lamp switch. She took several deep breaths and gazed gently into the candlelight for a few moments, humming sweetly. She closed her eyes, welcoming the loving presence that instantly filled her whole being with harmony and tranquility, and thought, Loving Spirit, I open myself to your love and your guidance. I ask that you teach me now. Show me thy way, and I will follow. Then she sat peacefully for about 20 minutes. When Mother's Day arrived, their dear mother rose early to admire the bright and cheerful bouquet of daffodils and the huge box of specialty chocolates that had been delivered to her home. Her gifts had been sent early because, as the gift cards had said, her children wanted her to have them before Mother's Day arrived. How wonderful to be so loved this way, she thought. As she was getting ready for church, she thought of her youngest child, spontaneous and bubbly, but still not yet settled. Mom said a silent prayer for her youngest daughter and smiled, knowing that she'd surely hear from her later. When she arrived at church, she went straight away to the stage and gasped at the sunny yellow flowers that she had ordered for the church. They appeared even more spectacular as the bright sunshine streamed through the stained-glass windows. Ah, the florist made them up extra special this year. How beautiful! Then she took her seat near the front of the church, for she was a little hard of hearing these days. 
In a few moments, a young lady sat down beside her. Turning, the older woman saw the radiant smile of her own dear daughter, the youngest of her children, who had just driven over two hundred miles to sit there. This idea came to me last night, just before I went to bed. I had to come and bring you this. I hope you like it, said the young woman, handing her mother a package wrapped in plain white tissue paper and tied with a yellow ribbon. Opening it, her mother saw a double photo frame. In the left side was a close-up of a photo taken of mother and daughter standing before the roaring Niagara Falls last summer, with a rainbow dancing in the mist. In the right side, printed on special, rich, pastel floral paper, were these words. While every daughter had a mother who grew and bore her into life, not all of them got a kind and loving start. But I was lucky. I got you, Mom. You showed me loving and giving ways. You are the rainbow that lives within my heart. With tears in her eyes, the young woman's mother drew the gift to her heart. Thank you. Thank you, she said softly. It was the gift of a lifetime that only one could give. The priceless gift of self. And now I'd like to thank another of my sponsors. Also sponsoring today's show is App Judo, your complete web and mobile application development service. App Judo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And that's my story for today. I want to thank you for being with me. You can subscribe to my show by going to iTunes Podcast and just look for the Better Living Institute Love Stories Podcast. Or you can also find love stories on the web at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. There you will find all of our podcast articles and products. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I hope that you'll share it with your friends and family. Thanks again for being with me. And please join me again next week. For the Better Living Institute, this is Kira Van Ittersom. So long for now, everyone. <music>